Interestingly, even without the Greystone, the Dargonesty would still exist. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about the Dargonesty. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate link. I am referencing DL12 Dragons of Faith, Dragonlance Adventures, Other Lands primarily, and Races of Ancelon's sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. We know that the Grothenich, or Greystone, transformed some Sylvanesty elves into both Demernesty and Dargonesty in the Age of Dreams, around 4350 Pre-Cataclius on Ancelon. But this wouldn't be the only creation story worth noting for the Sea Elves. In fact, another faction would evolve out of the Great Armada that left Sylvanesty in the Age of Might around 2050 Pre-Cataclius. The Great Armada would be blown wildly off course and find itself guided by Habakkuk, the Sea Lord, to Talidas. They arrived in the Bray of Hur and founded Armok. While many of the Sylvanes desired to recreate Armok Nasty, many refused to participate and migrated to the islands off the banks of the Hur in 1959. These elves slowly evolved to spend more time in the ocean and even evolved the ability to breathe underwater, and the Talidas de Mernesty were born. It was these Sheol elves that tried to emulate the guild system of their forebears, and a portion of their population, known as the Purifiers, didn't wish to have anything to do with the folly of the Sylvanes. In 1863, they migrated out further into the broad, sandy, undersea valley, and the Quwab, or Dargonesty, were born. With these two distinct creation myths, one has to wonder if the mark of the Greithenich lay dormant in the Sylvanesty from the Age of Dreams, or if it was a gift of the gods that allowed the evolution of the Sylvanes. In either case, separated by leagues, the Dargonesty shared the same traits and traditions, living their lives apart from all others, celebrating the natural ocean world around them. Led by Drudark Takalurian, the Dargonesty waged a brutal war against the Koalinths that lived in the depths of the oceans, and in 1862 they consolidated and founded the kingdom of Kunoqua, or Sealand. Outsiders call their kingdom Watermere. Drudark Takalurian would be the first Speaker of the Moon, but this was not the end of strife. Between 1538 and 1521, the Dargonesty would go to war against the humans that came to inhabit the islands off the coast who hunted dolphins. After Takalurian refused to target anyone but military targets, the humans came to sue for peace, and they opened exclusive trade between them. A final trial confirmed the future of Watermere, but it would take twelve decades of battle against Sagarasi, the Sea Witch. She marshaled the Koalinths, Lacedons, Sea Dragons, and Amphidragons against the Dargonesty forces, which consisted of the Dargonesty led by Takalurian, Mermen, and the humans on the Isles. When at last they defeated Sagarasi, she fled to the Western Oceans not to be seen for quite some time. It was believed that she lay in wait for an opportunity to return and destroy the Dargonesty. A month after their victory over Sagarasi, Drudark Takalurian died and was succeeded by his daughter Imbrias Takalurian as Speaker of the Moon. Her reign was one of peace and prosperity, and perhaps as a gift, her death was a year before the Cataclysm. 
her lazy and incompetent cousin, Dowark Quabrab, became the next Speaker of the Moon. It would only take his lack of compassion and two years for the gods to rid Watermere of their ill-suited Speaker and all of their divine support due to his refusal to aid any others that suffered from the Cataclysm. You see, Watermere suffered very little from the Cataclysm and actually gained territory from the Sunken Islands. The gods sent a giant dolphin which swallowed Quabrob whole. Since that time, the Dargonsi have suffered the same diseases that ravaged the surface world. In the Age of Despair, about 12 alt Cataclius, an ambitious Dargonesty named Nakaro Silverwake sought to appeal to the gods and end the suffering of his people. He quested after the lost sword of Drudark Takalurion, called Tideripper, which was lost in the ancient war against Sagarasi. He completed his quest after two months, and Habakkuk and Kirijolith were so impressed that they healed the Dargonesty and began granting their priests divine magic once again. His people were so grateful, they named him the next Speaker of the Moon. After 350 years of peace, his son Trey and Silverwake would succeed him, and the ancient evil would return. With the Queen of Darkness waging her War of the Lance, Sagarasi reformed her army, now greater than ever, and attacked with all of her might. Trayan, not to go silently into the night, recruited dolphins, octopi, tritons, whales, hippocampi, and dragon turtles. With his hammer and anvil approach to battle, he decimated the sea witch's forces, sending her back into hiding, maddened by defeat. Trayan Silverwake remains the Speaker of the Moon as the natural lifespan of the Dargonesty is over a thousand years. The Dargonesty society is divided into clans. Regardless of location around Kryn, the clans share loyalty and cultural connections. Unlike their Sylvanesty ancestors, there is no class system that places one elf over the other. A prince is no more valuable than a tradesman. This puts them at odds with all other elven cultures save perhaps the Kaganesty. All clans are headed by a Speaker of the Blood, the family patriarch, and all Dargonesty in their society live in the range of good to neutral, with any evil sea elves, known as the Maquab, being cast out of their society. The Dargonesty are a life-and-nature-loving people. However, they distrust any outsiders and treat them suspiciously when encountered. Their largest city is Takalurus, though it's more of a governing location, as most Dargonesty live in natural caves, seashell caves, or sunken cities like Istar. Due to their historical conflicts, their population is low, and they look down on their elven cousins as much as any other race. There is a faction of the Dargonesty called the Bikatawab who live altruistically. When one hears tales of sailors rescued from the depths, it's the Bikatawab that they are referring to. Bikatawab loosely translates to fringe elves. They're led by Tuuta Solishand, their speaker of the stars. They're so different from the traditional Dargonesty that they're referred to as Fubwab, or crazy elves, by their peers. They do not extend their grace to Minotaurs or Draconians, however, seeing them as pure evil and not worthy of life. Dargonesty are larger and more robust than all other elves, with males around seven feet tall and females up to six and a half. They are considered adult at the age of 40 and have deep blue skin and webbed hands and feet. They're capable of transforming into dolphins or porpoises, depending on the edition of the game you're playing, though they need to be submerged in water to do so. But that is all the time I have to talk about the Dargonesty. I hope you enjoyed the information. What do you think about Dargonesty Society? 
Do you want to learn more about Saga Rossi and her sister, the Oracle? And finally, have you ever played an underwater campaign in Dragonlance? Leave a comment below. I would like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember... Age? What is age to the sea? Does the sea acknowledge time? For one to exist in harmony with the sea, one must follow the sea's example.